You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing episode two. I mean, sorry, season two. Episode <laughs> four. It wasn't called Let's Go and Get You Changed. What was it called? I got dumped. Oh, I got dumped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> today we're discussing season two, episode four, which was called I Got Dumped. Uh, we're going to do our, so- whatever, spoiler free <laughs> summary discussion. Spoiler. And then spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> this is only... We've only made, like, 100 episodes, and... <laughs> maybe not 100, but, like, probably at least Kinda 75. Kind of do the thing, you know, that we do. Yeah, it's the thing we've been doing for the last year. You you all know the drill. Everybody knows the drill by now. If this is your first episode that you're listening to, hi and welcome to Let's Stay Together. <laughs> We're not usually this aggressive. <laughs> I'm at least caffeinated. at the beginning. <laughs> I have, yeah, definitely not at the beginning. You know, you never know what happens through the course of the episode. I try to keep it, like, upbeat, pleasantly upbeat in the beginning, and then we usually move to sadness at some point, and then uh, some jokes to bring it around. Hope everybody's <laughs> excited for that again, once again. <laughs> so this episode of the of the anime covered the content that was in chapters 43, and then, like, the end of 45, and then maybe some other stuff? There were some additional scenes but I couldn't place them to a different, a specific part of the, the manga this time. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about that. We covered, therefore, we covered these chapters in our episodes 22 and 23, if anybody wants to go back and listen to those. And I think we've covered all of the content from those so far, because there was, like, something that was shifted in. All the stuff with Ritsu, which was already in the first season of the anime, was shifted into that, was in that part of the manga. So you're safe. You're safe now, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anything else that's spoiled by those chapters, but... Anyway, this episode opens at Soma General Hospital. <laughs> I feel like they should have just called the whole series so- Soma General Hospital. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I've never seen General Hospital, so that's the extent of my General Hospital jokes. I hope everyone's happy. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Haru comes in to visit Rin again, the girl that we saw at the end of the last season, and Haru, and also, I think, briefly at the beginning of this season, but Haru briefly uh, visited her a few episodes ago. She tells him to get out. He sets up flowers that he brought for her, and then she knocks the vase off the tray. I don't need them, and I don't need you, she says. I'm tired of you. And we cut to the credits. Great opening. (laughs) So excited. (laughs) It's going good. Uh, It's great so far. Uh, (laughs) Nothing can go wrong. At school, Miji runs to find Yuki, Kyo, and Toru. He calls for them. It's really bad! And slides open the door. Uo says things are bad here, too. It turns out the kids are talking about their class trip to Kyoto and Nara this fall. And Kyo is grouchy because Yuki is in their group. Uo says it's nice to have him around. You know, to tease him. What am I, your toy? He says. Mm. Hana and Uo nod at the same time. <laughs> Kyo, you dumbo! Momiji shouts and rubs a folder on his hair to charge it with static electricity. You get to go with Toru. Don't be so selfish. I wish I could go with her. I want to eat dear Senbei with her. Uo's like, you can't eat them. <laughs> Kyo, don't you want to do stuff with Toru? Momiji shouts. Of course I! He starts to say, but then he stops and blushes. Of course, Hana says. Of course, Uo says. Of course, Momiji says. <laughs> See, this is exactly how you all mess with me, Kyo shouts. And Yuki, who has returned from the student council, his student council duties, watches from the hallway and then joins them inside the classroom. Momiji greets him and the kids follow up on his screaming from earlier. Oh yeah, it's bad. Haru turned black and he's on a rampage in the classroom, Momiji says. The kids all go to investigate. <laughs> all the other kids from Momiji's class and the teacher stand outside the classroom. Kyo, Yuki, Momiji, and Toru enter the class. Yuki leads the way and asks Haru what happened. Haru kicks a desk. I'm on a rampage. Can't you tell? He says. Kyo tells him to cut the crap and they argue. And Yuki tries to calm Haru down. Haru responds with sass as well, of course. 
They just don't want anyone to find out about their secret, he says. You'd feel better if we just let everyone know. You too, he says, grabbing Toru by the arm. Don't you think so? Kyo pushes Toru back and punches Haru away. I don't know what you're so pissed about, but don't get Toru involved, he says. Kyo and Haru are about to fist fight, but great teacher Maiko dumps a bucket of water on their heads. Kyo complains about why he had to get wet too. Ah, uh, I do feel refreshed, Haru says after a moment, <laughs> clearly back to his white self. Maiko sasses him to go to the faculty office. Now, after the chaos, the kids chat in the hallway. Yuki wonders what made Haru so upset and go black. Mumiji says that he's been down a little. Haru joins them eventually after undoubtedly getting chewed out by the teachers, and he apologizes to Toru and tells Kyo, nice fight, and then leaves to wait for his parents to arrive. Yuki follows after Haru. Toru worries, and Kyo tells her to stay away from him while he's in black mode. She could get hurt, and she protests. I couldn't stand that happening, is what Kyo wants to say, I'm sure, Momiji chimes in after listening to their argument. Kyo is embarrassed, but catches sight of his bracelet on his wrist. And he leaves. We cut away to the classroom, now clean except for the broken windows, and Yuki finds Haru. I guess cleaning fairies really do exist. A mystery, he says, and Yuki's like, no, the girls from your class cleaned it up. Yuki's about to sass him, but Haru interrupts. You know, you should call her Toru, too, he says. And Yuki remembers Kyo intervening in the fight earlier. Yuki tells Haru not to worry about... Yuki does hard to worry about himself right now. He's always thinking of other people, like Kisa. He has the strength to be supportive of others when he's stressed, unlike Yuki. I still keep the lid shut on the feelings I don't want to feel, Yuki thinks. Haru reminds Yuki that someone who only thinks of himself wouldn't have come to talk to him, and thanks him. Haru tells Yuki that he was dumped by Rin, and Yuki is surprised. Haru says that's what made him snap. Yuki asks if Akito knows. Haru says it was a secret. He thinks that Shigeru may be in on them, but this is the first time he's told anyone. Haru says that Rin has been acting differently since she got injured. She runs away from the hospital. He suddenly has no idea what she's thinking. And then she dumped him. Why? He says, and I still want to see her so bad. Yuki asks what he'll do now, and he's like, get yelled at? And Yuki's like, that's not what I meant. And then Haru gets called away before he can speak more. At the dojo, Kyo trains, and during a break, he rests his hands on his knees and notices his bracelet again. He remembers pushing Toru away while in his true form, and wonders who he is to tell Toru to stay away from Black Haru. Shisho asks if anything is bothering him. He was unfocused today, and Kyo says it's nothing. Later that night, Haru returns to the hospital to see Rin. He's about to knock on the door, but walks away. And in the room, however, Rin isn't there. At school the next day, the kids discuss plans. Kyo looks out the window grumpily. If we're going to Kyoto, Ohana says, consulting a guidebook, eating arashiyama tofu is a must. Good, make that lunch, Uo says. And they notice okonomiyaki in the guidebook, and then they make a change of plans so they can snack on some other stuff as well. And Yuki's like, um, aside from food, can we visit temples too? Can we just do that in between meals, Uo asks. <laughs> this is exactly how I approach my trip plans, I approve. <laughs> Basically, uh, my note says I think that priorities are in the right place. <laughs> especially going to japan yeah. you're like and the li- it's like okay i want to go to this restaurant eat this thing and then this temple is nearby so let's go to that one yeah. <laughs> i still realized that i've been to arashiyama which i had was not aware of until i looked this up <laughs> <laughs> because uh i didn't plan it i was just like my husband was like let's go to this place to see the bamboo and i was like okay cool and then <laughs> didn't ask exactly where it was but looked it up later and i was like oh that is the place anyway so <laughs> fun fact <laughs> Uo tries to get Kyo to chime in on trip plans, but then they're interrupted again by Luigi coming in and saying something terrible has happened. Haru's been suspected, and Yuki's like, don't you mean suspended? And then reassures Momichi that Haru will be back soon. Kyo chimes in that he can use the time at home to chill out. And after school, Yuki and Toru walk home. Toru is still worried about Haru. Yuki too is concerned, and he decides to go see how Haru is doing at the main estate. Toru offers to go with him, but Yuki's determined to go alone. Toru arrives home and tells Shigeru that Yuki went back to the Soma house. Well, how about that? Shigeru says with a smile. At the main house entrance, Yuki remembers again Akito painting on the wall 
painting the wall with black paint and being terrified as a child, and he coughs and wheezes. He looks up and sees Rin entering the main gate and chases after her. He hesitates at the gate, remembering the past again, but then steps across the threshold. Inside, he chases after Rin, but runs into some of the family's attendants. One of the maids welcomes him home, but then sasses him about not returning for the New Year's banquet. Ikido-sama was worried sick, she says. Return to his side before you do anything irreparable. Yuki cuts her off and says that he's busy and runs off. At Haru's, Yuki finds him playing video games in his room. Whoa, Yuki's doppelganger is here. A mystery, Haru says. <laughs> Yuki says it's really him, and Haru tries to get him to make take his peace sign selfie. Peace. You too, Yuki. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy they kept this in for the maka. <laughs> He's like, peace. You too, Yuki. Peace. <laughs> so good. Um, Yuki, Yuki, however, has none of it. Haru says that it's been a long time since he came back to the main estate, and Yuki is happy that Haru seems well. Yuki says that he just saw Rin, and Haru says she must have run away from the hospital. He says he's not giving up on her for now, and Yuki smiles and tells him to do his best. Haru says Yuki should do his best to call Toru by your first name. Is it too embarrassing after all this time? He asks, and Yuki blushes and pouts. It is. Got a problem with that? Oh, you're pouting. Peace, Haru says, and Yuki's like, <laughs> I'm leaving! <laughs> Before getting a photo. <laughs> At home, despite everyone's hunger, Toru waits for Yuki to come home, and Shigeru pretends to have an email to, um, to have to send to Michan in order to wait. At the dojo, Kyo trains alone. Yuki runs home out of the main house, and we see Rin standing on the grounds behind him. The wind rustles her hair, and that's the end of the episode. Dun, dun, dun. A mystery. <laughs> that's like my favorite joke. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that I definitely don't remember until we did this reread, and it's yeah. also like my new favorite joke. <laughs> Every time something happens, I'm like, a mystery. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it gets various yeah, doings. Yeah, just the way he says it in the anime, <laughs> too. <laughs> Mystery. I love how he's like, peace, Yukimo, peace. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now we're uh, forced to watch the, the subtitled version, which is fine, I guess. I yeah. mean, like, I'm not bothered, but. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so it's no a discussion approach. of the dub this time. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of sad because I wanted to hear Rin's. I mean, there's still not a lot of Rin's voice acting. She said like three lines, but mm-hmm. um, I was excited to hear her like dub voice, but yeah, I guess we don't get mm-hmm. to. Um, yeah, it was a little sad when I was like getting ready to sit down and do it because usually if I have time to do both, I'll like mm. watch the, I'll watch the subtitle while I'm, and like take the notes and everything, like paying more attention to it, mm. and then I'll like put the dub on while I'm like having a dinner or something because then right. I can I don't have to pay as much attention since it's in a language I understand. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, and then I just know. like take note of shh, and like take note of differences and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'll do that, and then I'll eat, and I was like, oh wait. <laughs> Oh, wait. Oh, I have to stare completely at this this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but regardless, it was an interesting episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, still sad face about Funimation, but that's okay. It'll come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to enjoy it later. Yep. To ourselves <laughs> as we eat dinner yeah. or whatever. Yeah, everything's just been <laughs> delayed <laughs> by like half a year. <laughs> everything. This year. The whole yeah, year's been delayed. Literally everything. <laughs> By a half a year to a year. Like, mm-hmm. for example, in the case of the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> the 2020 Olympics will be in 2021. Is that, are they gonna, I was thinking about this earlier, it has nothing to do with Fruits Basket. Like, are yeah. they gonna, like, offset the future Olympics? Or is yeah. the one that comes after gonna be in three years instead of four? I assume they won't because they plan it so far in advance. Like, yeah. unless something <laughs> happens so much. I, I don't, I don't actually know. I'm just, mm-hmm. that's conjecture. But I think, mm-hmm. I think they, like the winter olympics was already planned and they like they mm-hmm. announced the cities so far in advance you have to build all the infrastructure like yeah 
I'm sure they won't. Like, I imagine they won't change the Winter Olympics, but, like... No. It's like, is it going to be, like, 2021, 2025, 2029 now instead of... I think they're just like, we could do what we want. The 2020 Olympics will be in 2021 and everything else will be the same. (laughs) They still, like, brand it as the 2020 Olympics and everything. They probably will. (laughs) Even though it's in 2021. But, like, when we... The last time... Be, like, watching it, like, in syndication. (laughs) Like, we went to Japan in November 2019 and they were selling 2020 olympics merch like they've been selling olympics merch for like two years like they're not gonna they're not gonna change it now (laughs) maybe they'll rebrand all the digital stuff or something but i seriously doubt it maybe the maybe the 2020 stuff will be collector's items now like like misprinted like Like, cards and stuff that's like i always wonder so you know like i don't know you you don't watch the super bowl do you not much but not really okay so let's say in theory you watched the super bowl or like the stanley cup or whatever any of those like major sporting events what whatever the fuck the nba one is don't come at me um (laughs) let's say for example you watch those they have like immediately have like t-shirts and like hats and shit that are like whatever team winners of the whatever year super bowl Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, what do they do with the other ones? Because it's not like they printed them on the spot. It's not like they yeah. waited till the second half and then printed new shirts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, do they just burn the other ones? Like, what happens? Yeah. If anyone knows, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> so, yeah, the, what I'm they saying is maybe they'll just burn all the... <laughs> I'm sure they do. Um, they're like, the Seahawks didn't win the whatever Olympics. Mm-hmm. Sports. <laughs> so... Maybe they wind, they wind up in the alternate universe where they did win. Exactly. Yeah. There's actually uh, the NFL also owns all the technologies for a porthole to other dimensions. Yeah. So that's that's what they do with all the leftover merch. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll just like you know, maybe they'll just burn all the 2020 merch. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> then they can sell tickets to the 2020 Olympic bonfire. Ooh. You they can use buy the your torch. Bonfire merch. They use the torch to light it. Yeah, that's how they keep the torch going. Is they burn the burn all the old merch. Yeah, I like this. We can venture into a new realm of headcanon about anything. Apparently, this yes, even real life. Yeah, the Olympics headcanon. It's mm-hmm. what everyone signed up for listening to this podcast. I'm sure. It's topical. So yeah. <laughs> People who listen to this series like five years from now will be like, what? Except they'll all remember coronavirus, so it won't be like that. Yeah. Maybe if this lives in the ether for like 20 years, people will be like, They'll be like, like oh my god, I can't believe it was five years ago. <laughs> they'll be like, damn, I'm old. That's how it happens every time I think yes. about something that happened in the past. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. Well, now that we've talked that up. Um, <laughs> so this was an interesting episode because I think it's the most... We said last time it was the most changed material so far, but I think this one is the most changed. Mm-hmm material so far because i think they added a bunch of scenes it seems like um i think they added some and like some were kind of like i think they're like modified versions of that's what other it scenes because like. they were like familiar but they happened at a like different time and place. Different place yeah like the one that i'm still confused about is like the maid scene because mm-hmm. i feel like he got you he got sassed by maids but definitely wasn't I, at this point yeah i think that was um if i remember right it was when he was going to get like the permission slip sign from his mom from his parents and he like went back there and the maids were like oh if you told us you were coming yeah and... it could it could be that i was trying to find mm-hmm. it but um yeah i looked at it earlier like just briefly <laughs> so i don't remember like the chapter number or anything but yeah i understand what you're talking about yeah because like that's what i remembered it being and i was like i went to like check real quick but okay i didn't check really thoroughly didn't didn't, um, didn't make a list of every single chapter that was referenced like i did yeah. in that one episode mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That's fine. Yeah. It, and yeah, like, uh, yeah, and like Yuki, like seeing Rin, like, like I don't think he ever saw her in that particular situation. But yeah, this scene where she walks around the main house, like at this point in the story, I don't think happened in the mm-hmm. manga. Like she, we see other scenes, like without spoiling anything, we see other scenes where she goes to the main house, so it's not like crazy. But mm-hmm. yeah, and we've seen like Yuki like catch sight of her, like yeah, like in try places. to find her again. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so it was like that, and then there was this scene of Kyo in the dojo being like, who am I to tell Toru not to avoid Haru? And I don't think that specifically happened either, but mm-hmm. I feel like he th- has thought other things like that, though. I forget. Yeah. Those were the ones that I couldn't really place. Yeah. I sort of, yeah, I think the Kyo was like a new scene, like that one, I don't yeah. think that one was really a modified version of the scene. It's one that like fits other thoughts he's had and stuff like yeah. i don't think anything like, like that specific scene happened like with the other ones i agree with you i don't know i don't think i don't think there was a specific scene like that we never also never see him training in the dojo ever so mm-hmm. um yeah i made a note of the the dojo scene like we talked a little bit mm-hmm. in the last episode about how like we liked how like ayame shop felt like really lived in since we were able to mm-hmm. see more of it yeah and i was like oh the dojo has other students and they're training <laughs> wow shocking um, yeah um but yeah so it's nice to see the like you know the dojo looking a little more lived into yeah because like at the dojo before there was like she in the in the manga at least like what we've seen of people at the dojo is like shisho like two random students when kyo was little was a baby baby in like his memory and then like kunimitsu mm-hmm. and i think that's it and then we know yeah. like haru and some other people like trained but we never see them training there mm-hmm. so like so yeah, so like, oh, an actual class. <laughs> she yeah. shows like teaching. <laughs> the actual dojo is a huge room, as it turns out. Yeah. Yeah, it was, so that was exciting. That was nice. I thought the scene was fitting um, in terms of, like, yeah, I think you you said it well when you said, like, it matches some of the things that he's, like, thought or or the way that he kind of acts, but I don't mm-hmm. think it, but it was a new scene. So that was cool. Yeah, it kind of felt like this uh, anime's version of, uh, like, the scene where he spots the like bandage still on uh toru's like shoulder after the true yeah. form mark did they it's like they obviously no nah. okay yeah yeah and it's been too long for them to have that scene no. now so <laughs> like shit <laughs> yeah. he needs to feel regrets <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i kind of feel like they wanted to make like it feel like more time passed since it was like a season break yeah that's true so they didn't want to like have her like still like it's like, oh, she's still got the bandage. Mm-hmm. So I think this is kind of like, kind of their way of approaching the like emotion of that scene of like, mm-hmm. Kyo feeling guilt over hurting her. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a good approach. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think and we got the... some nice little like, uh, yeah. Kazuma, Kyo, like, bits <laughs> good there dad too. Kazuma. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Kyo, are you worried about something? He goes like, no, leave me alone <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. That's not what happened. I just, you know, <laughs> I took it there. <laughs> I just don't understand, Dad. <laughs> Leave me alone, Dad. <laughs> um, the also like Yuki decides to go. He does go, decide to go to visit Haru at the main house, but they don't have this like. I don't think there's like this scene where he. I don't remember him like talking to Toru about it. I think he just like decided to go, and it was like. Mm-hmm. A to do, I don't know. Oh, I didn't bring. Yeah, and he says like, um, I think he tells Haru he snuck in, so he didn't go yeah. through the, 
the main he didn't gate. Walk, he definitely Wanda. didn't walk through the front yeah. door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was not confronted by anyone. He definitely snuck in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like he says he's going to do it and then he goes to he's he's mm-hmm. the next scene is like in Haru's room or whatever. Yeah, I think it's a good way of combining like like the Haru story with um Yugi's growing like mm-hmm. uh, what do I want to say? Um his growth. <laughs> his growing. Yeah, growth. like his like uh <laughs> his whole thing with like confronting things he's like scared of and uncomfortable with. Yes. And in the anime episode, they have Toru kind of, like, offer to go with him. And he's like, no, I want to do it myself. Mm-hmm. So that makes that very yeah. explicit. Yeah. And they also added the scene where Toru goes and, like, tells Shigeru that he's going to the main house. And he's like, really? So, like, they mm-hmm. really play up how how difficult it is for him, which I think is yeah. is a good adaptation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just kind of pulled in some, like, some, like, uh, internal stuff that the characters, like, go through in a couple different spots of the manga. And yeah. just kind of like put them into like, kind of coalesce them into a couple concrete scenes rather than like, spread out moments. Yeah, it was definitely like, yeah, like kind of coalescing a bunch of feelings from other times. Yeah, so. and in a way that in a way that makes it more, um, like that that makes it very clear to the audience. So mm-hmm. that's nice because I think that like in the, in the manga, the, some of those ideas are built up to kind of slowly. Like it'll be like one chapter about this, and then like like even if you notice like the pieces about Haru they're like two or three chapters apart I forget it was like 43 and 45 or something so there's a whole set of things that happened in between so I feel like that's kind of a just a Natsuki Takaya thing where like she draws out certain elements of the story for a long time whereas in the anime they they compress it a little bit to make it clearer which I think Mm -hmm. yeah it's just a different tactic yeah just a necessity of the different mediums too yes (laughs) like a like any kind of written format like you can do like longer stuff it feels like in written formats yeah and uh also you're able to see more like internal thoughts of characters yeah in like a way that doesn't feel like weird <laughs> like a For like you know we have like yeah well it's like uh like fruits basket is full of those little like like thought narrations where we mm-hmm. see like the little square bubbles of people's thoughts that mm-hmm. go across like long scenes and you can't really do that with like a like a voiceover would be awkward in yeah. most cases. So for like a long, long one, yeah. If it's not yeah. just like a thought, mm-hmm. you can have like, yeah. And sometimes we talk about it. I think it like we. I've struggled to narrate about it sometimes to talk about it sometimes, and we'll call it like thought narration. Like they're kind of thoughts, but they're kind of used as narration. But then you mm-hmm. can't really. I think the style of this anime, they wouldn't do the same kind of thing. Like yeah. they wouldn't use a extensive voiceover like that. Mm-hmm. It's not like a series that's where everything is super like internalized. Like I think there's other series where people do that and like other me- like mm, you know animated or like filmed media where pe- there are like extensive mm-hmm. kind of thought voiceover. But in this case, like mm-hmm. yeah, like you can, can do it, but it's kind of a like it's a notable thing. Like people yeah, will be like, so. oh, it's a it's a creative decision Stylistic to do that choice. rather than in like in like natural storytelling. Yeah storytelling so it makes something yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was gonna say like a natural storytelling like and then it was just like Approach? natural storytelling works exactly. yeah <laughs> a natural storytelling yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah i agree with you for sure so mm-hmm. yeah so they add those little scenes in there like toru is waiting for him and she's hungry and then you shigari is like oh i'm gonna go write this fake email to mm-hmm. michan and whatever they yeah. made shigari seem very nice mm-hmm. um. <laughs> yeah it was a nice shigari moment yeah dead gurei yeah. As the kids call him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I liked it because it's like, I think it's believably nice for Shigure. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
Like it shows him like you know his um <laughs> people who his kind of his like <laughs> um intuition's not the right word like observational skills like mm-hmm. he picks up on stuff pretty easily and then like yeah, he knows what she's doing yeah yeah <laughs> and being able to be like oh well <laughs> I'll uh, I'll play along with this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people in the people who only listen to the anime episodes don't realize how much I dislike Shigure yet. That's fine. <laughs> maybe or maybe they do. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, he hasn't been as like at his Shigureiest no yet in the anime. So he's still being nice. I do think that he would. Um, I mean, I think he would care that Yuki goes back to the main house or whatever. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I buy it. <laughs> I just thought it was funny and it was cute. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if there's something. But, well, we could talk about the other things that were kind of in the <laughs> in the actual chapters, which were about Haru, basically. Mm-hmm. The things that were actually like the the material this primarily drew from in the manga was this uh, Haru tearing up the classroom, which was almost exactly the same, presented in exactly the same way, and then yep. um, Yuki going and talking to him in his room. I really yeah. enjoyed his room. This unrelated to the story, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I liked his um, video game. That <laughs> he he, he named, named the characters after. <laughs> I was like, "Haha, that's great." They also had his like desk with a bunch of tools on it, and I was like, "Oh, it's for his." I was like, "Why are there a bunch of saws in in mm-hmm. Haru's room?" Oh, it's for his jewelry. So like, mm-hmm. I guess some backstory. If you've never read the series, is that in in one of the author's notes it says that Haru makes all his own jewelry. So like all the stuff that he wears, he makes it himself. So there's like a workstation for all his jewelry, which I thought was cute. Mm-hmm. It was a nice addition, without. It being super, um, um, it's not like they pointed it out or anything. So, yeah, it's cute. Hat tip mm-hmm. to people who know, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah. In summary, we learned that Harun and Rin were dating, and she broke up with him, and that's why he's upset. Essentially, in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Great teacher Mayako broke up the fight. That was also great. Yeah, <laughs> I was excited to see her. They, they like definitely um, expanded the Rin stuff a bit and made it more like obvious like what was going on because i think at the time of the chapter it wasn't totally clear who rin was yet yeah um and it's still not totally clear who rin is but in the anime but like i don't even think they like named her in the chapter yet i think they because they have the scene there's like the one scene where haru calls her rin or sorry hero visits her in the hospital and calls her rin mm-hmm. and i think that they had that so it's like you'd seen mm-hmm. her yeah, I just mean in the chapter oh. itself, like, like the conversation with Haru. Like, I don't think they like explicitly named it. You're just like, oh, it's that girl in the hospital that we saw <laughs> yeah. earlier, rather than it being like, I got dumped by Rin. You know, Rin. <laughs> Rin, that girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rin. <laughs> there was uh, um, that scene. I also I skimmed through this uh, part just to see how different it was, and there's like even that memory where they're walking together and like holding hands uh, was in there and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. They did make there's it's connected I guess but not so explicit. Yeah. Um, I like it, it's interesting how little they chose to show Rin's face like basically you only see it like at the end of the episode even in his memories and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't think there's any reason for that other than it's kind of like a reveal but yeah. they already mm-hmm. showed her face in that one with Hero <laughs> I think so. She's mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Running around the wind blowing her hair at night. Mm-hmm. Also she's been out so she was out of the hospital the night and then. He, Yuki went to the Soma estate the next day, so she's been out for, like, more than 24 hours. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe two times in 24 hours, I guess. 
Yeah. Oh, one thing that I noticed that I guess it's not really a change, but it's never explicit, is that they called they actually chose to call the hospital Soma General Hospital. Did you notice? Yeah. 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 I was like, do they own the hospital? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they owned a hospital, I guess. Is mm-hmm. <laughs> because they're rich, right? And yeah. I guess you can have private hospitals in Japan. I don't know. Not super familiar with the health system, yeah. but <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that they chose to call it that and have yeah. it be like a place that's uh owned by the Somas. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or named after them, at least. Do you get? Yeah, maybe, like, yeah, maybe they just made a really sponsored. big donation. <laughs> <laughs> Can you have naming rights for a hospital? Like, I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, they name wings after people. That's true. <laughs> maybe they could name a whole hospital. Yeah, maybe maybe with enough money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it's also again a sports metaphor. You know, stadiums have like name sponsorship, naming rights. So, yeah, Do hospitals have naming rights. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the. <laughs> like the Kit Kat Hospital for <laughs> the Nestle Hospital, <laughs> hospital sponsored by Under Armour. I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna make a joke about the the mattresses that are always advertised on podcasts, but I couldn't remember the name. Like no, um, Casper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hospital by Casper. <laughs> it's this very small hospital that comes in a box that comes to yeah. your door. <laughs> And it unfolds slowly. <laughs> I've done it. I've made the joke. <laughs> I thought Yuki's voice actor in this, um, when when he was really shouty and then really pouty, which was funny mm-hmm. to me. So like when he's talking to Haru, he's like, you need to think of yourself more. Mm-hmm. And he was very shouty. And then later when uh, he goes to visit Haru, Haru was like, well, you should work on calling her Toru. And he's like, well... What if I don't wanna? Or what? Or like, it's embarrassing, which is really funny. Yeah, yeah, it's fun to see since um, he's like more portrayed more stoically in the first anime, mm-hmm. and also like up to now in the anime too. I think yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah, I was saying like because of like how little it adapted. Yeah, like we didn't get that much um, Yuki character development in the early part of the manga. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see more. <laughs> wide range of emotions from him more emotions yeah <laughs> you know like extreme disappointment in the case of the student council nominees <laughs> <laughs> and other stuff yeah but yeah he seems to have a pretty close relationship with haru too so mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah definitely um it makes it come across more that they're like they're genuinely friends not it being like a like a one-sided thing from haru's perspective yeah which i think it can come off from like the early interactions where he mostly seems exasperated by him mm-hmm. yuki is like i'm trying to help you and her yeah. like, let me give you some advice sage advice for your life yeah <laughs> he's, yuki's like stop thinking about me all the time think about yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um any other things you want to say before spoilers yeah, i think so okay i feel like we we said some things, we made some jokes. I feel like we've hit mm-hmm. all the notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Next time we'll see you for episode unless you're gonna listen to spoilers. We'll see you for episode <laughs> episode five, which is called Wait for Pitoro Soba. <laughs> <laughs> Good episode titles. <laughs> when I saw that I was like, This is the best. <laughs> I complained all like all last season about how lame the episode titles were, but I'm I'm very pleased by that. <laughs> <laughs> Most of these so far have been pretty good because there was like, well, there's like this one's I got dumped, but the last one was let's go and get you changed, and mm-hmm. it was very sweet. So yeah, I'm excited for uh, 
for <laughs> wait for me to yeah. soba. <laughs> like how they're like like a really random line and like half <laughs> half the time they don't even like aren't even an important part of the episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean I got dumped as pretty important, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go and get you changed has nothing to do with the rest of the episode because it's yeah. about Ayame and uh Ayame and Yuki. Mm-hmm. It should be like <laughs> some really long quote from Ayame that's like it should yeah. be like, I admire your kindness, and you obviously admire my, like, grandeur and charisma. Yeah. <laughs> it takes up the whole episode card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the font is, like, very, very small. <laughs> anyway, that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like Soba? I mean... <laughs> I like Soba. Mm, I did, I think, when we talked about that content that is coming up for that episode, that I said that I did, if I've had... Uh, Tororo, I, that I didn't like it and it was awful. That was my, <laughs> my take, but I don't know if I, I haven't had, had Tororo it. soba, but I've had, I've had soba. normal soba. <laughs> it's delicious. Something to look forward to for next yeah, time. It's talk more talk about food. About food. Like <laughs> so good. That was also hilarious to me. They were like, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that already, but yeah. <laughs> all right, good. All right. Let's talk about spoilers. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. We're back to talk about spoilers and also more food. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I don't know why we didn't talk about this before, but um, I wanted to talk about the lid. <laughs> Yuki put Yuki. This is the first time he mentioned the lid. The lid. The lid. And like, <laughs> I really liked the weird like imagery that they used with it, where it was like underwater. Yeah. So it's like not only is it like something in a box, it's like underwater. <laughs> it's like so yeah. so deeply buried. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that, that was an interesting choice. Gave his feelings the cement shoes treatment. Pretty much. <laughs> He's like, I'll feed my feelings to the fishes. <laughs> Make my feelings an offer they can't refuse. <laughs> to go under the sea? To the bottom of the deep of the CCC? Yes. <laughs> see what they can CCC? I was trying to remember the rest of the song. <laughs> it's like, there's a box with a lid and a hole in the bottom of the sea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. <laughs> Um, anyway, I just, in terms of spoilers, of course, that's setting up all the stuff that's coming for the beach and whatnot, and a bunch of Yuki's development later, but yeah, I just mm-hmm. particularly enjoyed that reference and the way that they um, chose to represent it, so. Yeah. Not for any particular symbolic reason, but just because it was enjoyable to see it <laughs> underwater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good image, it gets the point across. <laughs> it does, it's like so buried and... Mm-hmm. It also, I feel like it, so they actually showed it with, like, the reason you know it's underwater is because they're bubbles, and I feel like that actually, like, kind of implies that there's something inside that could, like, get out, or is trying to, mm-hmm. is being suppressed or being covered. I don't know, it's kind of nice when I think yeah. about it in detail. I noticed that it's been a long time since we talked about the hat. Yeah. Hat. There's a scene, there's at least one more scene before the beach, like, right before, I think, where doesn't Kyo see the hat? Mm. They haven't had that scene yet. Then there's, like, other stuff where it's, like, revealed that it was Yuki and whatever. It all has to come later. But I was like, it's been a long time yeah. since they brought the lid. Maybe they'll bring the hat back soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the the Yuki reveal actually comes up pretty soon mm-hmm. in the timeline here. Yeah, it should be. I think it might have even been before the beach. It, I don't remember. I remember we get the, like, reveal that it's Yuki long before we get the full explanation. Because, like, it's... I think it maybe the reveal that it's Yuki is the one that's before the beach because is that all the scene where they're studying and the tree comes through her window and shit and then Yuki sees the, the hat and then Rin comes to the house and she's like I didn't break the window mm-hmm. does, 
<laughs> that's all before the beach. So yeah, that, that was the scene that I was thinking of. It's like my favorite Rin line. She's like, I didn't do <laughs> I didn't that. do it. <laughs> it's like, nobody thought He's that like, it was I you. He's like, I didn't think you did. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think you shoved a tree branch through the window. <laughs> so how long have you been creeping there? Like, whatever. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> I don't know. It's, there's it's something like, really funny a habit of breaking it. windows that someone would suspect any broken window to be your she fault. She doesn't want anyone to think that she's causing trouble. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I know I break most windows, but this one wasn't me. Shigeru's like, oh, it's Rin again. Yeah. <laughs> I heard a window Tossing break. tree branches around. <laughs> I mean, Kyo was the one who broke the ceiling, so. Yeah. <laughs> Rin just isn't on the, like, property damage train like everybody else. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> I feel like the things that were kind of spoiled by this. So, like, I guess the one thing about having a... So we said that when we talked about the non-spoilery stuff, that having Kyo's... The scenes where he's looking at his bracelet and all this stuff is kind of... Now there's some foreshadowing of some of his hang-ups around, around Toru because we haven't mm-hmm. had all of that yet in the in the anime. So... Yeah. And it probably is going to help foreshadow saying that he'll protect her and stuff like that too and like his issues mm-hmm. around that so i thought that was an interesting choice yeah and i think it paired well with the um like the other stuff going on in this mm-hmm. episode with like them like they start with, like teasing him about <laughs> toru and then like him getting mad about haru and everything so uh-huh and um and also kind of like uh also pairs with like haru telling yuki to be less formal with her so it's, mm-hmm. like, about them getting, like, closer to her, I guess, kind of. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a good choice. Mm-hmm. But that's something that's kind of, like, foreshadowed that wouldn't normally be if you didn't have that scene. So I want to call that out yeah. specifically. Is there any other spoilery things that you noticed? Not really. Yeah. There's, I mean, obviously there's, like, the Rin and Haru stuff. I feel yeah. like I've talked about that every episode, <laughs> every mm-hmm. every anime break episode until now. Yeah. It's like, it's coming. But I'm excited. It's fine. Yeah, it's more just like like. Rin. It's more like setup than spoilers. Like. Yeah, exactly. In this case, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's not like you'd be like, "Oh, I have no idea what's gonna happen from here." It's like obviously it's the setting up like, Rin and Haru stuff. And... Yeah, yeah. At this point now. Yeah. Um. So then the the episode that's coming up next time that was a quote from Uo. <laughs> yeah, it's convenience store man. It's convenience store man. <laughs> <laughs> the debut of convenience store man. I saw, um, official. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some promo images that I think that have been already on Tumblr that it looks like they also included the haunted house. Mm-hmm. So we're one step which, closer to the beach. Which is funny because we're really like just talking about like they're probably not going to do that part. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, <laughs> I definitely made that prediction. I, yeah. laid, I laid my, my prediction <laughs> skills on the line and I was wrong. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I should have known better. <laughs> it's the perfect material to be animated. Why would why would you think that it wouldn't be? <laughs> yeah. I guess also if they want to have like not a lot of stuff about Kurino, like they need to have that part and then have it, him come back later. So yeah. you'd have to find something else to fill it with. And I guess that's the only thing that's left at mm-hmm. this point. So Yeah, because there's not really a whole like episode's worth of Kurino and Uo. Not at yet. At this point. Because yeah. they wouldn't want to have the whole... Like, she has to not see him for a while before she sees him again and then has the whole, like, I thought our time together was great, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was important to me, that that scene. Yeah. <laughs> so there has to be some well, I think I think they'll do both of those. Because, like, that was all, like, one chapter. I thought so. It's just, like, 
yeah it's just that it doesn't take very long it's like they met and it was cute and then like they met again and then he like he was like i can never goes see home you. and it's like dun, 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 he's with Akito. <laughs> he's a soma <laughs> convenience store <Yeah>. man <laughs> he's a soma <laughs> we know his true identity <laughs> mm-hmm. well anyway we'll see but those are the promo images that i saw so i can't even not speculate that it's not gonna happen <laughs> the the haunted yeah. house <laughs> But it's fine. Yeah, like maybe, like maybe it's a setup. <laughs> it's a false lead. They like just did those like three. There's like one scene that's like two seconds where it's like, and then we went to a haunted house, and it's just Momiji being like, and this guy, and then I like that's yeah. the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was a promo for the next promo. I mean, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but whatever. anyway, that'll be fun. We'll get mm-hmm. to see Kareno. Yeah. In action, think mm-hmm. of how sad he'll be. It'll be great. Yeah. He's gonna be such a derp. This like the first part is where he drops all the chips. It'll be funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because like so far we've just seen like a glimpse of him in the car with Akito, mm-hmm. and then he's like in the little like Soma the walking lineup in the opening. <laughs> <laughs> the Soma parade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's everything that we. That's everything that's kind of coming up next time. Slash was spoiled by this. So. Yeah. All right. Good. All right, we'll see you next time for Tororo Soba, then. Everybody bring <laughs> your own soba. <laughs> I mean... Yes. <laughs> B-Y-O-S. <laughs> it's the best kind of party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, thank you all for listening. Thanks for listening through all our banter. I mean... <laughs> but I know that's what you secretly wanted in the first place. <laughs> yes. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hello, it's Ellen. If you want to send us a question, you can find us on Twitter at StayTogetherPod, on Tumblr at StayTogetherPodcast.tumblr.com, or you can send us an email at StayTogetherPodcast at gmail.com. Kayla and I want to keep creating podcasts and keep them ad-free, so if you like what you're listening to, please consider giving to our Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash StayTogetherNetwork. Thank you always for listening and for all your support. We'll see you next time.